Good morning, Nachum. Good have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayetze. Parshas Vayetze is a most exciting parsha. We read at the end of last week's parsha of Toldos that father and mother, Yitzchok and Rivka, tell Yaakov that he is to go to the home of her brother, Rivka's brother, Lavan, and take from there, from among his two daughters, one for a wife. Yaakov was 63 years old when he received the blessing from his father. The last long Rashi in Toldos gives us that exact pinpointed information. Yaakov, according to tradition, spends 14 years preparing himself for going into, quote, exile, leaving Eretz Yisrael, dealing with the non-Jewish world, if we can speak. And he arrives at Lavan's home at 77. The next 20 years of his life are clearly presented to us in a way that we see that Yaakov builds Beis Hashem. He builds the house of Israel, a house dedicated to God. But I would like to ask a very simple question, for which there is no simple answer. And the question is that Yaakov is destined to marry Rachel and Leah, why must it be done in such a circumlocutious, roundabout way? In other words, why couldn't 12 tribes come from Rachel? I saw a very exciting possible answer by Reb Tzadok HaKohen of Lublin in his pre-tzadik on Parshas Vayetze, wherein he quotes extensively from the Zohar, and it is this idea that I'd like to share with you this morning. The nature of Yaakov, we know, is Yaakov Ishtam Yoshev Oholim. He's a complete, wholesome individual who is drawn towards the yeshiva and who is the epitome of Torah study. Yaakov, when he first sees Rachel and he meets her at the well in Choran. So what does the Torah tell us that it was, if I can use that expression, love at first sight. The Torah tells us that he sees Rachel and 
he is clearly attracted to her. And the Torah informs us that Vayehav Yaakov es Rachel. Why might this be? Suggests the Zohar that Rachel was more drawn naturally into the Alma de Iskasia, more into the hidden aspects of this world. This is certainly in keeping with her nature. The Gemara tells us in Megillah, Yud Gimel Amid Beis, that at the very top of the page, Bishar Tznius Shahoyisa Ba Berachel, as a reward for the modesty that was exhibited by Rachel, Zachsa Vyatsa Mimena Shaul. She merited that. Shaul, the first king, who also was outstanding in his tznius, in his modesty, descended from her. And, Bishar tznius, Shahoya, Bo Bishaul, and as a reward for the modesty that Shaul demonstrated, he, Zacha, Vyatsamimena, Esther. Queen Esther, also the modest one, came from Shaul. Rachel is Tsonua. When you put the Ishtam and you put the Tsonua together, what do you get? Notes the Zohar, Tzadikim, of the highest nature, Yosef and Binyamin. And interestingly, take note as does the Zohar, it is only these two of the twelve tribes that are known as Yosef HaTzadik, Binyamin HaTzadik. The other tribes were great. Kings, prophets, high priests, all came from them, but they were not known as the Tzadik. Interestingly, Carrying this a step further, Leah was more involved in Alma de Isgalia, in the more revealed this worldliness, as opposed to her sister Rachel in the more concealed, hidden next worldliness. And so, when we're told on the puzzle, the Ene Leia Rakos, literally, that the eyes of Leia were, as is oftentimes translated as tender or perhaps even sore. So Rashi makes famous the Gemara in Baba Basra 123a that tells us that what was the talk on the street. What was everybody saying? Two bro- a brother and a sister. The brother has two daughters. The sister has two sons. Let the older one be for the older one and the younger for the younger. If you think about it, Esau, 
who was a man of the world, he would go to Leah. Yaakov, who was a man more withdrawn, he should go to Rachel. It worked. However, Esav, because of last week, Vayivez Esav es because Esav turned his back completely on spirituality, Leah cried, saying she wants more. She doesn't want an Esav. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who wanted that as Leah had her focus more on this worldliness and on the div- diversified nature of this worldliness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted that Yaakov needed as well as in last week, that Yitzchak wanted, according to the Beis HaLevi, to give the bracha of Pirkas Avraham of spirituality to Yaakov, and the bracha of this worldliness to Esav, and hoping that Esav would complement and support his brother Yaakov, but Rivka and in this situation, Mami knows best and knew best that you can't rely upon an Esav to work together with a Yaakov and to value his learning of Torah. So Yaakov had to take both. Yaakov again needs to have not only children coming from a Rachel, but he needs children also coming from Alea, whose character, whose personality, whose bent on life is more this worldliness, so that he could have as well a more diversified family and have children of all different nature, because that is the significance of the Shifte Ka that they're all different, but they're all focused on taking their strengths and taking their talents and taking their character and channeling it towards Hashem. And so explains the Pritzadik, this is why you needed this incredible Hashgacha Pratis. You needed that God should cause a blackout on the night that Yaakov was to marry Rachel. You needed, as we're told in the fifth book, that when the Torah warns, be careful, lest success go to your head. And therefore, in Parshas Akev, the Torah warns that the successful Jewish businessman, farmer, should not say, Kochi v'otsem yodi, osali es that after all, my strength, my initiative has brought me all this success. Rather, in chapter 8, Pasuk 18, the Torah says, V'zocharta es Hashem you are to remember God. He gives you the potential to 
literally be successful, and as Unculus explains it, he gives you Eitzah, the advice, L'miknei nichsin. God gave Rachel the incredible opportunity for Mesiras Nefesh that she would give the password which Yaakov had prearranged with her in case his father-in-law, known for his trickery, would try to deceive him just that by giving him Leah. And so he had a simonim, password, with Rachel, who in turn, rather than embarrass her sister, gives this over, explains, and now, with the help of this Zohar, we can appreciate how the Hashkocha Pratis, God's divine personal intervention, is involved here, that Yaakov should not only bring forth Yosef and Binyamin, Sadikim of the highest caliber, but also he should bring out the rest of the Shifteka who had a more this-worldliness bent on life, so that kings and high priests and Sanhedrin and businessmen and scholars and farmers could and would emerge from Yaakov. What we see in this parsha is incredible Hashkocha Pratis, God's personal intervention in the life of Yaakov, in the destiny of the Jewish people. And I believe that each and every one of us, as we review the parsha and listen to Kriyas HaTorah, on some level, we are to take out Yaakov's name and put in your own. What does that mean? You are to see the Hashgacha Pratis in your life, just as we see it in the life of Yaakov. When you come home from a day's work and you're about to go into your home, Vayikra El Moshe is the Pasuk in the Torah that our rabbis teach us that ideally one should knock on their own door before they enter their home. Not only to let the people in the home know that someone is coming in, but more than that, reflect for a moment, regardless as to how taxing, trying the day was prior to your coming home, stop, you are now about to enter the realm of Hashkacha Pratis, that God prepared this woman for you. And therefore, your whole perspective and the way you act and the way you treat her and the way the home uh, is, please God, fashioned and the future direction to which you wish the home to take as a synthesis between Rachel and Leah, between the world of Askasia, the Jew knowing when and where and how to withdraw, as well as the realm of Alma Disgalia being involved, contributing to society, taking from society. This is that which we learn from the Parsha and to appreciate especially 
the Hashgacha Pratis, the divine providence in each and every one of our personal lives. Shabbat Shalom to all.